Hi everyone, I'm Nina Barzashka. I'm assistant professor of political science at the College of the Holy Cross in Worcester, Massachusetts. And I'm here today with my co-author and collaborator, Stefka Yurdanova. Stefka is a political analyst who is joining me from North Carolina. We recently wrote an article for the Monkey Cage at the Washington Post about the anti-corruption protests in Bulgaria. We are both political scientists uh, who specialize in the comparative politics of Europe, and we're both originally from Bulgaria, so we follow Bulgarian politics very closely. Stefka, it's a pleasure to talk with you tonight. Uh, what's that, what has been going on in Bulgaria? Hi, Nina. Um, there has been a lot going on in Bulgaria, but in a nutshell, there have been ongoing protests against the government since this summer, and the government is rather unpopular right now, but has managed to survive um, the protests and multiple scandals and ongoing uh, corruption allegations. It looks like it's going to stay in power until the next parliamentary elections that are supposed to take place in the spring of 2021. And in our article, we argue that the current Prime Minister Boyko Borisov has been stalling and deliberately waiting for the protests to subside. And it looks like his strategy may be working. And yes, uh, and before we explain why, let's talk a little bit about the current government. Yes, the current government has been in power since May of 2017. It's a coalition of the main center-right pro-European GERP party in Bulgaria, led by the current prime minister, and two far-right nationalist parties. To give our listeners some background information, Borisov is a major political figure in Bulgaria since the early 2000s. Um, he was chief secretary of the interior from 2001 until 2005, and he was very popular during that time. He later resigned from this position um, and won a special elections to become mayor of Sofia, the capital of Bulgaria, in 2005. Yes, and um, then in 2009, he won elections um, and formed uh, his first government. That's how he came to power for the first term. Yes, he resigned as mayor of Sofia in order to become prime minister in, of Bulgaria. Um, he was prime minister from 2009 until 2013. And the beginning of 2013 was marked by growing anti-corruption protests across the country. And he resigned at the end of February uh, following some bloody clashes between protesters and riot police. Uh, he be became prime minister again in November of 2014, uh, was prime minister for two years until he resigned in November 2016. And then six months later, in May 2017, he was invited to form a new government. And that's where we are right now, at his third term as um, prime minister of Bulgaria. And what's interesting that so far for the last 20 years, Borisov has never finished term in elected office. Um, he has been okay with stepping down, whether at the beginning, the middle, or towards the end of his term. And so now he's the cause that he's been, causes he's been to completing his full term. And so the contrast between uh, February 2013, when he resigned so quickly after the protests started, and and now is very interesting. Yes, so what's different? 
Well, um, the way in which different governments respond to peaceful protests has a lot to do with the strategies and tactics of the protesters and of other opposition parties. So um, in an article for Europe Asia Studies, I examined five major episodes of peaceful protest in Bulgaria from 1919 to 2014. And I found there that incumbents are more likely to ignore peaceful protests when the protesters and the opposition parties are not electoral threat to them. Crucially, when these opposition actors cannot offer a clear cabinet alternative to the incumbents. So in other words, it's not enough for citizens to be outraged with their government and to ask for its resignation. Um, there must be a viable alternative, right? Yes, exactly. And that alternative could come from the protest movement or from other opposition parties. And back in February 2013, there was a clear alternative to Borisov's minority government. And that alternative was um, the Socialist Party, the major center-left party. They were gaining in the polls. We roll forward to present day and we see that the government is losing popularity, but that other parties are also very unpopular. So it's unclear who would govern after the next election. Yes, and that's what we write about in the Monkey Cage article for the Washington Post, that current polls predict a hung parliament. And given all that, what should we expect? Um, It's likely that the protests would continue despite the pandemic. But on the flip side, if they don't adopt an electoral strategy, the government is likely to stay in office until the next election. And that's the takeaway message uh, for peaceful protest to succeed in achieving their goals in a democracy, they need to work within the existing institutions. It's not enough to mobilize on the street. They need to run for office and prepare to govern responsibly and implement policies. Stefka? So the big question for Bulgaria now is who would govern after the elections in the spring and who will run in the presidential elections in the fall of 2021? Yes, so it would be an interesting year for all of us who follow Bulgarian politics.